You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host this morning. And just a happy Easter to everyone. I'm the Director for Evangelization and Missionary Discipleship in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And we're recording here uh, the day before our show. Uh, I want to acknowledge that each week that we do this just because we know things are changing very rapidly in our world right now. I have with me two guests, Jen Delvaux. You know Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning, Beth. Good morning. Jen is safe in her home. I'm here in the studio. And we have Michelle Schaefer. Hello, Michelle. Good morning, Beth. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. And Michelle is with us from USML. She is, uh, tell us your title again, Michelle. Um, I'm the Associate Director for the Lay Leadership Program and Catechetical Coordinator Program up at USML. I think everybody understands now why I had you say your own title. So <laughs> it is a mouthful, but it's fun. Yes. So good morning, ladies. Um, good morning. Good morning. So today on today's show, we want to talk a little bit about some Easter offerings and some things that um, the creative ways that parishes are reaching out and the way that the arch is responding as people are um, under the stay-at-home orders and having to go through very um, strange Easter celebrations and uh, (laughs) all those kinds of things. So um, I invited Michelle and Jen to come on to talk a little bit about um, us offering Alpha online. So Jen, could you explain to our listeners a little bit about what um, what we're undertaking? Well, what this is, is a massive effort with us. Several of the parishes that we work with who've been doing Alpha in person up until the point of the virus uh, changing how we are as church. And so what we are hoping to do is to offer this as an opportunity for absolutely anyone, no matter where they're at, to come together virtually to have that space to ask those questions, especially the questions that are developing as People wrestle with the loneliness, with the grief, with just the uncertainty of these days. And so it's an opportunity for people to gather, meet new people. We're going to work really hard to try to cluster the virtual small groups in such a way that they're also in the same vicinity of one another so that, God willing, on the other side of this, when we can gather in person, we can connect people with the parishes within their communities so that those people that they encountered and met virtually, they can meet face-to-face on the other side. Thank you. And Michelle, you have agreed to help us with our efforts. Um, You are going to serve as the MC of the Wednesday morning sessions. You tell us a little bit about why you think Alpha is such a great tool, and especially something that could be used now to connect people. Yes, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm I'm really honored for this opportunity to MC the Alpha on Wednesday morning. Um, I run Alpha in two different parishes uh, in my 20 years experience of of ministry, and have found it to be such a wonderful um, process to connect people uh, not only to the Lord but with each other 
Um, and so that's what I'm hoping. I'm really excited for this opportunity. I mean, we've all been on on our virtual uh, computers <laughs> for the last three weeks. Um, and I'm, I'm also on a prayer group right now. And we're we're it's really awesome. We're really still filling the Holy Spirit with us. And so that's what I'm hoping that we can continue growing um, through the Alpha process, uh, having the Holy Spirit touch our hearts and our lives, even though we're uh, in our church homes. I'm calling everybody in their church home. <laughs> um, and I think it's going to be such a wonderful way to connect. I know I've reached out to several of my friends. I reached out actually to a couple of my sisters that live in San Antonio, Texas. They're going to be joining us. Awesome. Um, so I think it's going to just be a great way to continue our journey with the Lord, learn more about um, what He has in store for us. Uh, and, and Alpha is such a great, um, a great platform for people to, like Jen said, you know, ask their questions or talk about what's on their hearts right now, um, whether they're, you know, isolated. Um, I know my one sister, well, both of them are, are alone right now. My one sister, her husband's uh, out of the country, uh, and my other sister is divorced, and they feel kind of a little isolated. So this is a great way to reach out to those people and to bring them, you know, yeah, yeah. connect with other people Absolutely. Um, and let the Lord just really work in their hearts through the Holy Spirit. And Jen, we you you talked about how these are parishes that have come together that have hosted in person alpha experiences and this will be different because we won't be mm-hmm. able to share the meal and all the all that goes with that um, but as Michelle was just saying she was able to invite family members from Texas what is it about this that um, it makes alpha online sort of ideal at this point I think it's something that is absolutely approachable regardless of where you're at with your spiritual journey, with whether you're you've even thought of something like a spiritual journey, or if you're just yearning for that connection, you know, uh, like Michelle's sisters, I live alone, so I definitely appreciate the opportunity to connect with people and to see other faces and interact with them. And so the the way that Alpha is structured is that it's for absolutely anyone, no matter where you are, and no matter what those questions are that you're asking, if you've been, you know, a lifelong catechism-carrying Catholic, and, you know, you've got your rosary beads right next to you at the moment, or whether you've not really thought about God at all in recent memory, or you've walked away from the church at some point, Alpha is a place that you can come and be welcomed and belong, regardless of any sort of previous experience you had, and you can just be loved for who you are, because right now, particularly, we really need to feel that as individuals and and to create this community. So I, I'm really excited to see what can happen, because I know looking at the registrations this morning, I think I might have seen your sisters on there, Michelle. So we've got a great group of people from, you know, actually all over the country thus far uh, eager to join us. And Michelle, could you, for our listeners, just maybe give a brief overview of what Alpha is? We're talking about it, but I'm not sure we've we've expressed exactly what it is. Could you explain it to our listeners? Sure. Alpha is about sharing God's love um, for one another in, through friendship. Um, that we get, we come together. We typically we have a meal, but we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> Although the people we, can bring their food with them as they sit in their own homes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what I'm planning on there doing. You go. You're, <laughs> I wish we had smell a vision because it always smells so good. <laughs> but but um, Alpha is so where you come together. You come together kind of literally as strangers, um, but then uh, over this 11-week set, over the 11 weeks, um, we become friends, and we become friends because of Christ, because we're gathered together in in Jesus' name. Um, it's a place where um, there's a video, and there's just different topics, uh, you know, why, who is Jesus, why did Jesus have to die, 
uh, why didn't how should we pray? Why and how sh- why do we have faith? All these different topics that um, people can ask any question. And the alphas that I've run before, I've had people as young as um, 16 in my alpha courses or all the way up to 80, 82. And it's really wonderful when we do have a, a you know a lot of different um, people come together of different age groups, different backgrounds, because we can learn from one another. For one, everybody has their own experience, but then but then we've got this shared experience of learning what God's teaching us right now um, through these the teachings of within the um, the videos themselves. So we have a video. And then, then we have a, a small group session. Um, typically, there's only about eight or nine people in a small group, so it really gives everybody a chance to, to talk. Um, and, and we get to share our experiences of what the Lord has done for us in our lives. And those that don't maybe have a, a lot of experience um, will come to, to know the Lord through what people have shared you know, how God has touched them in their lives. Um, Yeah, that's part of it, right? Is that you start hearing, people haven't necessarily been able to identify. If if our listeners have ever been in spiritual direction, sometimes I describe it as a group, spiritual direction, because people Mm -hmm. start sharing how God has worked in their lives and sometimes not even knowing that it was God working in their lives. But when they hear other people share their stories, they start recognizing where God was present. Um, yeah. Haven't you had that experience? Oh, most definitely. Uh, it's so fun to to watch people's eyes light up and their hearts. You can even see their hearts mo- being moved when they're like, oh, that's God? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's really beautiful. I, I had a woman um, in, in one of the videos, uh, Nikki Gumbel says, you know, Jesus loves you. And she came to the group and she goes, wow, I, I never... I guess nobody's ever said that to me, like personally, wow. and she yeah. took it very personal. Yeah. And um, it was it was it was really a wonderful moment for all of us because she was in her eighties and oh wow, she's like I never really heard that that Jesus loved me personally. So uh, it's a great time of um, awakening uh, to our faith. And we get to share with one another and help each other point out where God really is alive and active in our lives. Right. And one of the things that's interesting to me is that um, we're all at different places on our faith journey. And that's what Alpha allows for, is for a person who just has no clue anything, all the way up to someone who's maybe been in the pews their whole life, but they hear things for the first time. Because it's about how God is speaking to us today. And we grow and we change through time. And so it isn't about catechetical learning it's not like learning who jesus is and about different folks it actually is learning about how god is working in your own life right and being able to explore that with your own questions right i think that's one of the best things that i love about alpha it really lets people um talk about where they are right and then without judgment right yes without judgment and then and then God moves the whole group, it seems like, to say, we, you're loved right where you are, right where you are. But he loves us so much, he doesn't want to leave us right where we are. Right. He wants to bring us into a, a deeper relationship with himself. And when, when we are in a deep relationship with Jesus, we actually are in a deep relationship with each other. Right. So right. It's, uh, it's really, it's so awesome. It's so mm-hmm. exciting to watch somebody grow in their faith and to realize that the, that Jesus who created, you know, helped God, God created heaven and earth is in our midst moving and working and living yeah. in us, with us and through us. Well, we're going to take a break right now and we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Michelle Schaefer and Jen Delvo about Alpha Online being offered by the Archdiocese of Chicago. Can a dead man come back to life? For this I know I'm only alive Because I'm a man that calls Jesus Christ I'm a dead man walking Come back to life 
When Catholic Charities started in 1917, veterans were among our first clients. That work continues today. Each year, more than 20,000 veterans turn to Catholic Charities for support through a variety of services and programs. We provide vets in need with food, shelter, counseling, and more. Our job training program includes job readiness training, resume writing, mock interviews, and job placement guidance. Our supportive services for veteran families offer additional assistance as vets work to become as self-sufficient as possible. With gratitude, our veteran programs are based on the belief that as veterans faithfully served our nation, it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about our veteran services, call 312-655-7700 or go to catholiccharities.net. That's 312-655-7700 or catholiccharities.net. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Hello, this is Marie Jokum from The Voice of Charity. In all Catholic Charities programs and services, we try to promote healthy life habits among our clients. This includes our adult clients who are challenged with limitations and cannot be left alone during the day. We invite you to experience our three adult daycare centers and see the positive impact we have on the life of your loved one. At Accolade in Oak Park and at the St. Albie and Ada S. Nile centers in Chicago, you'll find stimulating individualized activities in a safe, protected, inviting atmosphere. We focus on each individual's strengths as each participant comes to enjoy friendships, stay active, and participate in daytime programming that includes breakfast, lunch, and snack. Caregivers and family members get a break while participants are served with compassion, competence, and dignity by staff and volunteers who are trained and experienced in working with adults with special needs. There's a modest daily charge, yet many Medicare Advantage plans include adult daycare coverage. Other discounts also apply. We often hear family members and participants say they wish they had known about Catholic Charities Adult Daycare Centers sooner. To learn more, call 312-655-7470. That's This is Beth White, your host this morning, and I have with me two guests, Michelle Schaefer from USML and Jen Delvo from the Office for Evangelization. And we are talking about Alpha Online being offered here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. So, Jen, before the break, Michelle described beautifully what Alpha is and how people can connect and build friendships over time. And the way in which it meets people where they're at, no matter where they are in their faith journey. How is that going to be achieved online? How is that going to look? It's going to be a little different uh, than how we would normally think about the you know, best practices for Alpha. But the great thing is that we're utilizing a tool that allows us to first gather together for kind of that welcome, as Michelle said. And while we can't have the meal together, we can all watch the video together. So we'll be sharing that and everyone will watch that together as a group. And then we'll be putting people into virtual breakout rooms. So instead of trying to have a discussion with dozens and dozens of people, it will be just like sitting around a small table in you know, your parish center or a coffee shop to have this discussion. So we will divide people up and at a certain point uh, send them off into these rooms. And there will be, just like with regular Alpha, hosts and helpers there to help facilitate the sharing, to help make sure that everyone's able to share. You know, there's going to be people with different comfort levels of the technology and so forth. So 
the helper is not only going to be helping through prayer, but also helping by keeping an eye on the little chat box to see if anybody's got questions or needs a little bit of extra support. So it's going to look a little different, but it'll still be that opportunity to get to know a smaller group of people very well throughout this process. And all of that is something that the guests don't have to worry about. It's going to just happen for them. So that way, they don't have to be concerned. I don't know how to do this, or this sounds kind of confusing. It's all on uh, the support that we're trying to provide so that it can go nice and smoothly for each and every guest. So, Jen, the first weeks um, uh, started um, last night on Tuesday night, and then um, from 7 to 8.30. And then mm-hmm. this morning, um, there's a session that's going to go from 10 to 11.30. Um, But it's only week one, and so people Mm -hmm. can still join up um, next week. Um, So how does that work? Because even in a regular alpha, you can always join up after the few weeks. What would that be like for them? Well, it would be really easy. There is a link on the website where you can register, and then the uh, wonderful team that's helping to support this will send out an email with a link and you can just click on that to join it and we'll take care of uh, making sure that you get put into a small group and that you can connect with those individuals. So it's just a matter of registering and uh, doing that uh, as early as possible because then we'll be able to get you all the details that you need. Do you know where they could register? I do believe it's on our website where we have all of the different um, COVID-19 options, right? Yeah. During this time, there's each of the departments has mm-hmm. um, different offerings. And so if you look under the evangelization tab, you can find the information there. Or if that's just too confusing, you can always just email us at office for evangelization at artchicago.org office for evangelization at artchicago.org um, or you can go to the arch um, artchicago.org website and find all of the different options there there's prayer groups um, there's book clubs and then you'll find the alpha group as well um, so Michelle why why do you think it's a great way for people you you got your sisters all the way in Texas why do you think it's um why do you think this is a, I find it an interesting opportunity because um, people can get on there that you might not necessarily think to invite. Um, mm-hmm. So what would you suggest to people about if they're thinking about somebody, um, why they should encourage them to try this online? Um, well, I invited them because I, I know they're alone. Um, and I, I know that they are, are looking, you know, we prayed together um but there's more than you can do do than just pray. Sit in your own home and pray. You can, you know, reach out to others uh, as we learn more about who Jesus is in our lives. Um, I also reached out to a friend out in California, and she was really excited about. It. She goes, "Oh, I've heard about Alpha. I've never had the opportunity to uh, to go." Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> because she works, and she's like, but now since I'm home, I'll, I I think this is going to be a great opportunity. So um, that was one of the reasons why I decided to, to reach beyond our borders and say, hey, you know, join us. Meet some new people. Um, I love meeting new people and finding out where they are um, because God has given each each of us so many gifts. Uh, and just to find out what they do with their gifts, you know, helps me in what I do with my gifts. Um, so, I don't know, I guess that, that was my intention for inviting people beyond our borders that they can, one, experience Alpha. And I really do believe that uh, the Holy Spirit is behind all of this and working so hard to connect us all together uh, in our little house churches, um, just to keep us uh, connected to the Lord. And, um, you know, just, I don't know, meet new people um, and how wonderful it would be, you know, when, when my sisters come to visit me, they can meet all their alpha friends. Now. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's one of the things um, we were asked um, is, you know, is this going to take away from the in-person experience? And I think our answer is we don't actually know what the world is going to hold in the months to come and in the fall. And so we as the Arch decided, let's just try this. Let's see how it goes. Let's let's provide this opportunity to support our parishes so that in the fall, if parishes need to do an online option, then we would be able to support them in that. Um, mm-hmm. But the goal is always to be in person, right? And to always be able to connect with people. But yeah. God doesn't just stop working because we can't, because we're in, you know, personal isolation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And if I may, um, Father John Karchi at the at the seminary has introduced, has let me introduce the Alpha um sessions to the seminarians, which has been really exciting. The last semester, I got to do uh, an alpha session with uh, three or four of the different classes. Um, So I know the seminarians have really enjoyed it. Did you Um, know they've all been invited to join the alpha online and that they're signing up and inviting friends and family? They better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They've had a little experience of it. So that is so cool. I did not know that. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Um, You know, Father John and and Marie Pitt-Payne were, uh, they had called me and said, you know, you know about this alpha thing. What do you think? And I'm like, I think it's great. I think that, you know, we, the Lord gives us all these tools to use, um, you know, and I, I think it's just wonderful to connect people in any way we can through the Holy Spirit. I think that just shows the Holy Spirit's working really hard. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's also a great way that people can experience it. Then they can go back to their parishes and be a host or a helper on the other side. Right, Jen? They can actually yeah. have this experience, and then they kind of know how Alpha works, and except for the caterer part. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Right, Jen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a great uh, introduction to how this can be so transformative for people. And I think there will be that hunger for people to gather together. And this will make it a little bit easier, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And hopefully the parishes find fruit in that. Yeah, and you can do alpha reunions and you can gather people on the other side. But um I think the only reason we decided to do it is because we don't know how long this will last, and it it provides a great opportunity for people to... This is a time when people have so many questions about faith. Where is God in this? Why are people Mm -hmm. suffering? Why? How could God let this happen? And this is, in Alpha, this is a great place to explore those questions. One of the sessions Mm -hmm. is, does God heal today, right? And they explore Mm -hmm. the whole concept of healing and miraculous cure versus other people who don't get cured and how does that work and 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 then you get to just discuss that and share and your concerns and your grief and people are going to be having a lot of grief right now as well um, for their jobs for their loss of identity for the loss of family members so it's a great Mm -hmm. way to gather to talk about faith in a very safe space Um, yeah yeah so we're pretty excited about being able to offer this and and just yeah. see, you know, where the Holy Spirit takes us. Amen. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you have decided to, to put this online for everyone. Thank you so much for your wisdom in that. Excellent. Well, thank you both so much for your time this morning. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to talking to you tomorrow. Take care, okay? Yeah. Take, Take care. care. Thanks. Happy Bye-bye. Easter. Happy Easter. Can a blind man finally see the light? What if you were in the dark your whole life? Could you tell what the light looks like? Can a blind man finally see the light? Well, I'm on my way. There's really nothing quite like participating in a virtual event, and Catholic Charities has a great one for you to consider being a part of this spring. The 2020 Blossoms of Hope will take place on Sunday, April 26th. Attendees will log in free of charge from their laptops or desktops at home. Instantly, they will be connected to hundreds of the most compassionate people in Chicago. 
Blossoms of Hope will feature powerful speakers, moving tributes, and enjoyable online games, all dedicated to honoring those who have been lost to suicide. It will be the annual gathering of those who believe in and support Catholic Charities Lost Program that has been working for over 40 years to help survivors of suicide deal with the grieving process and move forward with hope. Experience how a virtual event can bring people together in the most inspiring way. To learn more, call 312-948-6797 or visit catholiccharities.net slash lostbrunch. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host this morning from the Archdiocese of Chicago from the Office for Evangelization and Missionary Discipleship. A mouthful. I have, um, we're switching gears now um, to talk to two of our parishioners out there, lay leaders who are working in our parishes um, during this time. So Tom Howard. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Um, Tom is from St. Teresa, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. And Kim Haggerty. Good morning, Kim. Hi. Hi. And Kim is where is with uh, calling with uh, uh, is calling in from a Mother Theodore Garin. So welcome the two of you. So Thank you. if people, Kim, um, people may not recognize the name Mother Theodore Garin. So what? Uh, that's a unified parish. What were the two parishes? What are the two church names that exist that make up the parish? St. Mother Garen Parish is um, formed from the unification of St. Cyprian in River Grove and St. Celestine in Chicago and Elmwood Park. And we've been together for almost two years now. Excellent. And then, Tom, if you want to let people remind people what who St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta is. Both of you are St. Mothers, by the way. That's interesting. Yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, mothers are definitely a blessing uh, the Archdiocese. Uh, of course, you all know who's St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta is, and we're blessed to receive her name, a uh, combination of two parish worship sites, uh, St. Teresa uh, of Lisieux in Chinatown and uh, St. Barbara in Bridgeport. And we've been together, uh, well, July 1st, uh, this year will be our first year, so we're combining all of our efforts. And we also have a school called St. Teresa Chinese Catholic School. Excellent. And I know that, um, so both of your parishes are what we have gone through the Renew My Church process, and they're both in what we would call building the new reality phase. And so, Kim, um, we had spoken about some of the things that you have been doing since 
we've had this stay-at-home order and that we have um, our church buildings have been closed up. So would you share with our listeners some of the innovative things that you have been doing, you and your parishioners? Well, part of what we've been doing is kind of we went old school and um, (laughs) divided up the names of all the parishioners and the phone numbers and had staff members try and call everybody and check in on them. Um, We also did a mailing to everybody with uh, a little cross made out of blessed palms from um, after Palm Sunday so that people would hear directly from everybody, and uh, people really did like that. We beefed up our our e-newsletter. We send out an e-newsletter usually once a week, and we only had about emails for 200 people when um, all of this first started, and we've been able to get it, um, partly by the phone calls, but get our e-news up to 1,700 emails so we can reach people directly that way. And then we tried to beef up our online presence by um, live streaming through Facebook Live because that seemed to be the easiest. Um, Different masses and Holy Week services. And um, as well as some devotions, the rosary, the holy hour with the Divine Mercy Chaplet, the adoration. And um, those are starting to get pretty good. We had some sideways rosaries and some upside <laughs> down and, and some sound that you couldn't hear at the beginning. But it, it has really, really come a long way. And the Easter services were beautiful. In, in they were able to run Wi-Fi into the church and and um, figure out ways so that, so that people could hear it. And we have several hundred people watching online, so that was very nice. That's wonderful. And then you also told me that Father Paul had uh, done some messages for folks. Um, yes, because St. Cyprian um, Church doesn't have Wi-Fi in it, and it's a smaller church with a pretty loud echo, we weren't able to stream mass from there, but we don't want people whose church is St. Cyprian to feel left out. Mm. Father Paul was able to do an Easter message from the altar there. And it's, um, I mean, it's such a beautiful church. Both churches have beautiful stained glass. And, and, you know, we do want people to know that we're thinking about people in both sites, you know, mm-hmm. um, but for right now, it's easier to do the live streaming from St. Celestine Church. We're just working on trying to figure out how to do it from Cyprian, too. Excellent. And so, Tom, do you want to share with us a little bit about what you're doing there at St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta? Yeah, and um, that sounds wonderful, what's going up at um, St. Mother Garen. That's just, I don't want to repeat anything, the wonderful things you're doing. I love the old school. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, and I and I did talk to Jennifer from your staff, and she um, suggested that we have our young adults reach out to the elders. So that's been uh, very effective. Excellent. Um, that personal touch, and um, my the shift in for me as a, a educator was the day we left on March 13th. I submitted my lesson plans. I also teach, and uh, gave them my principal, and she looked at him. She goes, "This is wonderful," and what I did was I crafted. Away, I just thought, well, I'm not, I might not see these First Communion kids until um, you know, I don't know when. So, And their parents are their primary catechists, so I fashioned a lesson plan for the, the parents to educate the kids while I was away. So we've been thinking about how to foster missionary discipleship <clears throat> at uh, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta and to give people tools so they could uh, leverage their opportunities to, to really live out their baptismal call. So we created on our website... Uh, e-learning resources. That was our first initiative. And then we started a uh, Father Francis Lee is kind of a superstar when it comes to his uh, camera presence. So he, <laughs> he, we, we, he wanted to uh, start out with, like Beth, uh, um, Kim said, uh, some devotional. We did some prayers and uh-huh. did some rosaries. And then we, now we've been doing the masses. And we, like um, Kim shared, the, the echo in the large church was problematic. So we had to purchase some new equipment so we could uh, do the audio right inside the, the camera. And we're working out those kinks um, little by little. And the last thing I'll share is that with the parish catechist, that's the most, that's like what I call the juggernaut. They're, they have the hardest job because how do they reach out to their families? There's so many obstacles in the way. So we're meeting with them um, once a week and we're problem solving um, with them. And they're, and also help, helping them to craft like love letters to the parents. Um, 
and just tell them that they're there for them and they love them and they want to provide resources for them because the return rate on the parents responding to the parish catechist is very low because parents are so overwhelmed now with the mm-hmm. e-learning that they're getting bombarded with and they they're actually they're not the primary biology teacher they're not the primary math teacher they're the primary I catechist know, right? so, right. so our lesson plans are much easier because we can partner with them but they're right. They're frustrated with all that biology and science yeah, and math. And I would yelling. be too. <laughs> yeah. Having to teach your kids math. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the, Tom, cat, the love, catechist can kind of pastorally minister to them while they go through uh, yeah. the, the problems they're having with uh, confronting how they a full time teacher for three of their kids and holding down their job and doing their yeah. Yeah. Zoom meetings from home. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that is one of the challenges that, not one, but there's many, but that is a challenge that for our families right now, right, that they're trying to balance their, their day job along with being their, their children's teacher and, and also helping out their, their uh, children um, advancing in the faith. And so what are some of the ways in which you're encouraging the parents? You're sending love letters, but what are some of the other ways you're encouraging them? Um, well, for if, what we're doing is We've created uh, on our website um, four, four buttons of the pillars of the Catholic Church, and they basically could spend um, eight years <laughs> on, on those buttons. Uh, we fashioned them off the four pillars of the Catholic Church, and we, we kind of created in a hierarchical model with Vatican uh, resources. First, United States Catholic Bishop, second, and then uh, uh, free uh, free services that Sadlier and uh, Benzinger and uh, Loyola Press are using. So, um, Yeah, many of, of the publishers are offering all kinds of free services right now. So. Yes, and your Office for Faith Formation has been great um, awesome. Beth, at the Archdiocese Excellent. and sending out those weekly bulletins. Um, they've been really helpful um, to put that together. So that's what we're doing. Excellent, excellent. And so, our, our DRE has been... Um, you know, sending out um, plans and links to different YouTube videos and different things that parents can use also. Um, and our principal of our school, which is St. Celestine School, has been doing a daily um, e-newsletter out to the parents again with kind of encouragement mm-hmm. and ideas of what they can do. But, um, Tom, you have some great ideas there. <laughs> we plan to, I'm writing all this down, I plan to bring this back to our parish. I especially love the idea of your young adults reaching out to the elders. I mean, how nice for older people, especially probably feeling more fra- more fragile, trapped in at these times, to hear some young voices. What a great idea. And that's why I, I wanted to have you guys on the show, is just to share some <laughs> ideas with people, because um, the, the parishes are being so creative and pivoting, but it's challenging, um, you know, to, to be able to do the technology and all of that. So when we come back from break, I want to have a conversation with you about how you guys have had to, in a church that takes a long time to move, um, how you guys have responded so quickly to these needs. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. That's 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. Food pantries, home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. 
The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here as we always have been with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host, and I'm speaking with Tom Howard from St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish and Kim Haggerty from St. Mother Theodore Guerin Parish. And uh, Kim, you're the evangelization um, uh, lead there at Mother Theodore Guerin. Um, How has it been sort of responding so quickly to having to do things so out of the box well, we had to really jump on things right away, um, kind of like you said. We are fortunate that our pastor, Father Paul uh, Cow, has always been very forward-thinking. He's encouraged a strong Facebook presence and a very strong website. So we at least had some things like that in, and, uh, in place already. Mm-hmm. And he's also willing to try things out. And That's we're great. also gifted in having a millennial priest, a young, uh, young priest on our staff now, Father Brendan Gilfoyle. He's actually one of the priests who's going around anointing people who um, have um, who test positive for COVID nineteen, mm. and in fact, he just shared a reflection on it um, with me that we're going to put in the bulletin and put online on Facebook and and you know kind of get information out. So they're willing to give information out in any way that they can. You know, they're not like fighting on putting on Facebook or or thinking oh we shouldn't be doing it that way. During um, Father Paul's homily on Easter. He had everybody take out, he he asked everybody watching to take out their cell phone and text Happy Easter. You know, so he's willing to try (laughs) some different things. And we're, you know, so we're we're very lucky to be in a parish like that, where people are willing to um, reach out. And also kind of to to let the staff run with it. Um, The staff had the idea to send out a mailing to all the parishioners. And then someone else said, well, could we send, uh, send palms? And we couldn't really do that till they were blessed, but could we cut them and make little um, crosses out of them and then send those out too? And that ended up being 2,650 little crosses. Wow. And sent <laughs> out. But they I'm were jealous. willing to go along. Yeah. They're willing to go along with it. You know, yeah. I mean, so that's, I think that's the main thing to like not throw out any ideas just because there's something different. How did you do the mailing? Oh, well, we had people like, you know, several uh, in different rooms, different areas apart and, you know, put it together over several days. And oh, wow. some people had worked from home and some people came in and, yeah. you know, and used the machine and stuff. And it, it was um, people really, really liked that. They liked receiving something in the mail and just knowing, trying to let people know that we are thinking about them right. and encouraging them to pray during this time. Right. That's excellent. And Tom, how about you? How how have you guys been able to pivot so quickly to be able to respond? Well, you know, thank you, Kim, for that because I think she hit the the, the head the nail on the head when she's just letting people know that we care for them, and mm-hmm. everyone's capable of doing that. Um, and sometimes, though, as Catholics, we we like to check the boxes off. And we forget the personal context. So as pastoral leaders, we're kind of aware of that. So we want to encourage people to say, this is not the check off the box time. This is a time to really step back and, you know, learn. Remember that recipe your grandma taught you of love. And how do you transform that into into your own ministry? And people can do that. They just need a little encouraging. I remember meeting with my parish catechist, and they said, well, it's not working. It's not working. Let's give up. And so we just, you know, just listening to them and then troubleshooting with them and saying, why don't we do this and we'll meet again? And that worked. So I think that um, every everyone who's listening today, it's good you're taking notes, but uh, just 
realize that you all can uh, encourage uh, the people in your parish to set up their own uh, Facebook group. I started mm-hmm. one as a role model, and I'm doing some writing. I love to write, and I, I got uh, 62 new members. Uh, it's just, you know, every week, you know, 20, 30 more people join. That's so awesome. everyone's capable of doing that. Um, right. Everyone's capable of doing it. And the pivot uh, word that you use is great, Beth, because if you read, if you go to our website, uh, go to the St. Therese website. We still haven't combined our websites. And you'll see that that's the word we use for Father Francis. I helped write some text <laughs> with him and how we're making a pivot yeah. in the church. Right. And that's actually what we're doing. We have to react quickly, but at the same time, we're, we're doing it as pastoral ministers. So as a, the director of evangelization, it has struck me that one of the things, and I know, Tom, you're leading the evangelization efforts. You're just getting started there um, officially with us, but um, you've been doing this for years. Um, one of the things that we talk about is this need to go outward, right? It isn't just, it is serving people that are within our walls, but it's also going outward. And this this situation has forced us to go outward. And Kim, you expressed to me how you had wanted to build out these communication tools. And oddly, what a gift it's been because you guys have had the opportunity to focus there. Um, And how do you see maybe having had this experience might even change things up a little bit in your parish moving forward, Kim? Well, I can't imagine that we won't be offering some kind of live streaming services for Mass or for different, especially devotionals in the future. I know we'll want people to come back to church in person when they are able to, but I noticed when we when when I like hosted a watch party for mass on my personal Facebook page, a lot of friends and family were watching, were participating, and a lot of them I'm sure had not gotten the door for church in many years, but it was kind of a chance to get you know get a foot back yeah. in the door and have people realize during this time there is something out there for them. You had a Facebook watch party for Mass? So, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we had a few people on it. So that was, that was fun. That is fun because you can invite people. And we're seeing that. Like people um, are saying, hey, check out this homily. And they're sending people <laughs> all these different yeah. homilies. Um, it's kind of fun. Tom, are you having any experiences like that? Yeah. Well, the the, the way, the normalized way that things are communicated in parish life have radically shifted. Yes. There's there's, yes. you, there's no longer that bulletin, you know, that, <laughs> you know and the announcements. And, yeah. You know, so then you think about what <clears throat> there's, like Kim said, there's still this great hunger on the part of people to connect and belong to community. Um, so what, what we're discovering is that everyone is has a capacity to do that. They just need some coaching. So I'm trying to figure out organic ways to coach people. Um, the of course, pastors coach us, but we also can coach them. I had a meeting with my pastor yesterday, and I, you know, I shared with him we're the Chinese apostolate, and you know, Father Francis would be wonderful to, for you to send out a message in Mandarin to uh, humanity yeah. uh, of love, and he's he's going to get ready to do that now. Uh, you know, at first his first reaction was, you know, we've done this and it's working really well, and I said, yeah, that's meeting the needs of those who show up. What about the ones who aren't showing up? Right. You, you have a wonderful presence. And he, he said, yeah, I can do that. I can set up my own YouTube uh, way of communicating to the, to the um, Chinese-speaking Mandarin people in the United States of America. That's going to increase traffic flow to our website in yeah. the future because of his presence. His, and he, he can talk about hope. He can talk about salvation. He, can, he does that all the time so wonderfully. Now we just have to package it and get it out to more people. So it, it's an opportunity. It's an obstacle that we can't meet together, but it's helping us organically think of how we can um, communicate in different ways. That's that's really exciting. And I, I think what I find um, wonderful about the two of you is that in some of our parishes, or the old paradigm oftentimes is everything is on Father's shoulders. And right. in this moment, what we're seeing is that um, the pastors are really having to lean on their lay people and for their um, their technology and their creativity. And they realize in this moment, you can't do it by yourself. Um, are you experiencing that, Kim? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Beth, one of the real blessings has been parishioners stepping up with ideas, Excellent. you know, coming to like parish leadership. I almost forgot to mention one thing I wanted to be sure to mention, and that is that one of our younger mothers 
his doing a Zoom rosary. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so people have, well, actually, the first rosary spent a lot of time was like, are you on? Can you get here? What's the <laughs> no. That's okay. But, but like Tom said, we're learning. We're learning how to use this. And she's got quite a few of the younger um, younger um, parents that are real interested in doing that. I can't imagine that not continuing even when we could get back together you know, and say a rosary at church. Right. Just wonderful, the ideas that other people have. And this is the time when we just have to be open to everything. Right, right. And are you having those sorts of um, parishioners step forward, Tom, as well? Yes, absolutely. Before I forget, um, Kim, my daughter did a Zoom rosary. Um, oh, cool. And <laughs> I wasn't awesome. able to and attend because I was at another Zoom meeting, but she had... Uh, 25 people out wow. in Woodstock uh, come to it. Absolutely. And also say hi to Father Brendan. He was, um, he was, uh, he partnered with me and I did a, a confirmation retreat out at um, your parish there a, a few months ago. So he was oh, nice. just giving my best. Um, in terms of our parishioners, yeah, they, they are stepping up. And the the synergy, uh, mutuality and reciprocal relationship that uh, we have with, with our pastors um, is is wonderful because, but I so also want to tell you that it's important for us to reach out to our. We need we need help. So I talk to Jennifer at least twice a week from your staff, Beth, and mm-hmm. she's wonderful. And I say, Jennifer, here's my report. What am I forgetting? And she listens <laughs> and she tells me. And by the way, she told me about that idea with the young adults, Kim. It wasn't my idea. It was Jennifer's idea. She goes, "You're doing great, Howard. Except, have you thought of this?" And uh, so, yeah, we, we can get help from, uh, we're, we're experts in our field, but we also need to be um, humble enough to, to uh, reach out to the people who, have been, who are gracious to, to partner with us and mentor us. So, so Jennifer is a real gift to me. Thank you, Beth. Absolutely. And Chewy has been working really closely with Kim. Oh, yeah. And we were on a call together last week, and he had this great idea. I never thought of this, is that you could have some of your evangelization team watching on your Facebook Live, and as people they see people, you could be responding to them and saying hello and things like that to them in the chat um, as they gather for mass, as if they're greeters. Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I we're trying as a team to reach out to all of our evangelization leads regularly. Just to, um, and then that gives us the ability to share ideas from from community to community as well. So, um, well, you've been great, Beth. You've been oh, well, thank uh, you. so much help to the parishes. So we really appreciate it. Oh well, thank you both. It's um, I have an amazing team, and we're just really trying to support. I don't know if you guys have heard that we're doing this Alpha online. Yeah, um, we, we have um, over a hundred people as of today have registered. Wow, which, it's from Texas, New York, a couple people from London. <laughs> Um, it's kind of exciting. And then several, obviously, from around here. So it's, it's kind of fun. So we're just trying to also be outside the box, being creative and, and collaborate with you guys. So it's very exciting. So we just have like a minute left. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with, Tom? Um, stay close to your pastors. Yes. Uh, love Check our pastors. Them. Pray for our priests. And, and uh, God bless you, Beth, for everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Anything from you, Kim? And I would just say, just remind people to pray, pray, pray. Yeah. Sometimes that's all we can do, but it's the most important thing we can do. Absolutely. And reach out to those people in your community, whether your parish is doing it officially or not. Reach out to your parish and say, is there anyone that I could call? Are there any seniors that I could call or any people that live alone or, or anybody that just is in need? I mean, there's no, no reason why we can't take that initiative ourselves. So. I thank both of you for your time and for your ministry and your leadership. And I want to remind everybody again that you can, um, on our on our uh, evangelization um, part of the website, you can go to um, um, evangelizechicago.org, and you can look under the events tab there, and you should be able to find the link to register for Alpha Online. So, or, of course, office for evangelization at artchicago.org. You can always email us there with any questions, thoughts, or concerns. Thank you both. Happy Easter. And um, hopefully next month we'll be in person. We'll see. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago 
You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media. Can a dead man come back to life? Can a dead man come back to life? For you.